On this week's episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast, we're going to cover both games against the Islanders, talk about our new GM and president of Hockey Ops, what is going on with officiating this year, and much, much more. So stay tuned for another episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. Welcome back to the Pens and Stuff podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And we are going to be talking about a lot of things today. Let's begin uh, with something that we talk about or have talked about the last couple of weeks, and that is the NHL power rankings. <laughs> I don't know why we give this the the uh, no 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 time no of no, day. no listen it's it's interesting to see what the quote unquote <laughs> experts think. <laughs> Got our trash. So. The the real interesting part of this of this uh, list is at the bottom, probably the bottom f- uh, fourth. The last four uh, teams on this is pretty are pretty interesting. Okay, so let me give you the list. Okay, this okay. comes this comes out on Wednesday, so this is uh, up to up to Tuesday night's games. So they literally only had one game of the Penguins. Right, right. So so 20 uh up to Tuesday night's games that's all they get to see and then they put in their votes and then they tally them all up and the computer spits this out. So here's the here's the list. Top 16 teams starting from the top. Number 1, Tampa. Boo. 2, Boston. 3, Vegas. 4, Toronto. Five, Montreal, six, Colorado, seven, Philadelphia, eight, Washington, nine, Florida, ten, St. Louis, eleven, Carolina, twelve, Dallas, thirteen, Winnipeg, fourteen, Islanders, fifteen, Chicago, and sixteen, Columbus. Columbus should not be below Chicago. Also, I think Dallas is way too low. I don't. I don't know. I Chicago. Well, that was last night. Just a minute. Chicago could be on there, but Chicago not above Columbus. A spot on the power rankings. But not above Columbus. Pittsburgh does not. Islanders, yes. Okay. St. Louis is a little high for my liking. Mm-hmm. But you know who should be on there? Yes. No, they were never. <laughs> But no, Chicago pushed Columbus 6-5 on the 11th, which was yesterday. Alright? I'm just saying, they've been playing strong hockey. They haven't had the wins to show for it, but they have been playing well. Agreed. I said that last podcast. Yes, you did. I'm just I'm, I'm trying to get a... Okay. The Lightning deserve... I don't know if they deserve to be one, exactly. The Golden Knights were on there, yeah? Yeah. I have a feeling Tampa. I have a feeling Tampa drops next week, just because they lost to Florida. But Florida is a good team. Florida is very good. Florida's record. Know. If you look at and, and again, I haven't seen Florida play a lot of hockey or Tampa for that matter. But the records of both of those teams are comparable to one another. Mm-hmm. Florida only has two regulation losses, and Tampa only has one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you say no? Tampa has two regulation well, two, losses. Two now. Did you say the Stars oh, deserve to be true. lower or higher? The Stars deserve to be higher. In my opinion. Well, if you said the Blackhawks deserve to be lower, the Blackhawks beat the Stars 2-1 to one on the 7th. So, and a lot of teams are being postponed, so. Well, and that and that has, that messes this whole thing up quite a bit, too. Because you have seen teams play, like, 12 games and other teams have only played, like, 7. Right. And you're trying to compare the two, and it's. 
like. And it's also. You know who deserves to be on there that isn't on there? The Senators. And it's also difficult. I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore that. Um, it's also difficult because these teams are only playing the teams in their division. Yeah. They're not playing teams outside like the teams in the West. Uh, you got Vegas. I guess Vegas is the only Western team on this list, isn't it? Uh, Colorado. Colorado's in the West, also. Yeah. And St. Louis. St. Louis isn't in the West. They're Central, aren't they? No, St. Louis is in the West. Yeah, no, St. Louis is in the West, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But still, Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, I mean, we talked about at the beginning of the year that the West was weak. Yep. There was only like three teams in that division that were any good. Which are Vegas, Colorado, and St. Louis. St. Louis has played 13 games, and Vegas has only played 11. And St. Louis still has one less point than Vegas. They're first and second. Only has one less point than Vegas is what you mean. No, they still, because St. Louis has played 13 and Vegas has played 11. Oh, got, oh gotcha, 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 gotcha. And, gotcha, and gotcha. Vegas is still a point ahead? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, obviously, Pittsburgh's not on this. I looked at the, the, the people who voted. I think only three uh, people had Pittsburgh on the list at all. And those three uh, each had them at 14. I'm just saying, Pittsburgh doesn't deserve the, They're not a top 16. At this right point, now. yes, I agree. Not last night's win, maybe it said something, but I don't know. But the, but the thing of it is, um, are the Penguins going to be able to um, change anybody's mind? They only play... One more game before Wednesday, and that's against Washington. I, mean, I don't. Th- I don't think they need. I don't think they need to change anyone's mind right now. As long as we're playing, I'm okay mm-hmm. flying under the radar. Probably better that way, honestly. And not getting the respect we deserve. Right. Just because, you know, we when I don't know when we're when we're favored, we for some reason or another tend to play like. Poopy. Yeah. Well, I'm, when when we were okay. in first place in the league last year, we went on like a seven-game losing skid. That's true. So we get up there and then we start to suck. I think it has to do something with our um, mindset. Yeah, especially our uh, leadership, quote unquote. Yeah. With uh, Malkin and Tanger and Crosby, I think, from what I've seen, they tend to get on this like high, and they decide to try and be cute with yeah their play. And they can't do that. I agree with that. Um, like you look at the good players in the league, they don't do that. They play the game the way they've always played it, even when they're good. Mark Stone, one guy that comes to mind. Ryan O'Reilly, another guy. McDavid, Drysidle. I mean, and they, those two guys, they're the way they play is cute. Right. That's how they've played. For not not cute, but like. But here's the, okay. Patrick Kane. Yeah. So here's Matthews. here's the thing. Here's the thing I've seen though, over the last two games against the Islanders. I th- and it worked. It worked on Thursday night. Um. But it seems to me like our team has a pass-first mindset, right? Um. 
that when they get <clears throat> when they get the puck, their first thought is to pass it. Now I don't know if that's because Sidney Crosby's on the ice or Evgeny Malkin's on the ice or what, but there's there seems to be this idea that we've got to get it to those guys, or for those guys they want to make this super fancy pass to get an easy goal. When, in my opinion, and, and you said last time that sometimes there's there's not a lane to shoot. Mm-hmm. But in the game on Thursday, I saw at least three opportunities that Malkin had to shoot where he had a lane to shoot and did not take the shot. Instead, he passed it, and he wound up turning it over. Yeah. Um, so for me, and, and this is a nice segue into our, our next segment to talk about the games this week, the Pittsburgh games this week, um, there is just... I don't know, and I don't know how Sullivan is going to do it, but we've got to get to a shoot first mentality, and, and then crash the net, mm-hmm. right? Shoot, shoot the puck, get on the rebounds, get in there, mix it up. the 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 one goal that Rust scored on Thursday was a direct result of him getting to the front of the net and getting position on the defense. Mm-hmm. And Gensel made a beautiful pass so that he could just tip it in. Great, great play. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. But that's 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 my thinking, and and maybe I'm screwy. But the games this week, two games, uh, both at the Islanders. Now the Islanders had a game in between these two games. We were supposed to have a game in between these two games, but it was scheduled Jersey. against the Jersey Devils, and um, of course their COVID messed up. So they're going to be playing a lot of games. They are going to be playing a lot of games. Yeah, I mean, right now they look good, but that could—I don't. But think I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's going to screw them. Right, they start getting injuries, yeah. and there's no time to recover. No, nope. the, these guys, um, yeah, the, I mean, the schedule is already pretty compact to begin with. Yeah. Now you got to reschedule some of these games and get them all in before the end of the season. Yeah. It's going to be difficult for them. Um, That's why I think it would be just be easier. Agreed to call it forfeit. Here, here, yeah, and and I know this this sounds like a broken record. Uh, on this podcast, anyway, yeah. yeah, nowhere else. I said that something on an Instagram comment, and they were like, "Oh, that's taking it a little too far." I was like, "Just because you're a Jersey fan, buddy, you know, if other teams have to suffer for your team's idiots, idiot, idiot, and that's the thing, and that's the thing, it messes up the other team's schedules too. Yeah. So that now those teams not quite that they're as much not not as much, but those teams that they're not playing now. Are going to have to make up those games later, and that's going to suck. So, yeah. um, of course, all the ones that we had to reschedule, they put in March, and the Penguins play awesome in awesome March. In March so. All right, so uh, on the sixth, that would have been last Saturday, Saturday, a yes. uh, week ago. The Islanders beat the Penguins four to three. It was the same score both times. Penguins got goals from uh, P.O. Joseph, his first, oh, like his that very kid. first of his career. Um, Malkin, welcome to the party, buddy. Malkin scored and Gensel scored. Uh, Tristan Jari was in goal. He saved twenty-two of twenty-six shots. Power play. Oh, didn't Abby sh- has something to say. Okay. No, 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 no. nothing. Continue. Okay. No, 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 no. The power play didn't show up because it didn't have a chance to show up. We didn't have a power play in that the game. The Islanders are a very well disciplined team. Uh, two words for you, Barry Trotz. He's a good coach, and his teams 
very rarely get in a lot of penalty trouble. Unless you have Tom Wilson on the team. Yeah, I was well, going to say. No, they don't take penalties when it matters. Like the Penguins did. In that game. In that game. That's right. actually true. Because the, the the penalty kill led in that game winner. Teddy Bluger. In the man, third. Get him off the ice, man. He's so, garbage. So, garbage uh, thoughts on this game? I know it's been a long time, but... <laughs> did we watch this game? I don't remember. I believe we did. I remember getting upset when they scored that fourth goal. I don't know where I was. I wasn't there with you guys. But uh, I wasn't working. It was a Saturday. What are we doing? I don't even know. I, I feel know. like I should have okay. been watching this game, but I don't remember. Anyways. No, we were watching it. Because all three of us were because I was talking about the predictions and I wasn't mad either way because oh, I yes, said yes, I said New York was going to win. We did watch it, yeah. Right. It was just so long ago. It For some like reason, I was thinking years. I was listening to it at work and I was like, I was not working on Saturday. But I was listening to Thursday's this Thursday's game. But they had the same delay of game penalty. And I was yep. hearing Phil, Ray Bo- Phil Bork, and I was just like, "No, that can't. That's, that's not right." Yeah, but so, anyway. um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I thought the Penguins actually. I mean, they did. They had well. they had stretches. Wasn't this the game, Latang, where the last like. 15 minutes there was, was like no whistles yeah yeah it's the same there was the same way last game too yeah it's true it was we, very we just open played and very, and it, actually both teams played. were very well disciplined i mean yeah there's only the one penalty yeah which was kind of no n- yeah okay so but but on the 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 goal the fourth goal the game winner goal the power right. play by uh i i anders lee right Latang's got to clear him up front of the net. Yes. He was literally just letting... He, his stick was right there. Latang was... I mean, he was bodying him, but you got to tie the stick up. You got to tie the stick and up. And I know that's easy to say from my couch <laughs> eating potato chips. <laughs> but I mean, when you're being paid $9 million to play hockey, you think you know how to play hockey. You would think. You know? Sure. Anyway. You would think. All this right. thing has just been so unpredictable so in this season so far. Five days off between games. Um, the Penguin, well, four days off between games, and then the Penguins play again in on on again on Long, Long Island. What's the matter? I was looking at Casey DeSmith's safe percentage. I thought it said nine ninety seven. I was like, oh, but no, it was eight ninety seven. Okay. okay, sorry. Take a deep breath, son. All right. Uh, Islanders and Penguins, uh, 4-3 win for the Penguins in a shootout. Goals by Rusty, Zach Aston Race. Welcome back, Czar. Yes. And Evgeny Malkin the also goat. scores. I'm telling you, Zach um, Aston Race. Power play went 0-1. Did not look extremely good. Not at all, actually. But But let me say this. Looked better, don't you think? A little bit better. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Bit. I, I like, wasn't watching. I was just listening. The Maybe penalty anyway. kill. Okay, the penalty Bork kill. Did not have good things to say about the penalty Letang kill. on the power play. I've never had good things to say about Letang on the power play. I don't like Letang on the power play. I think you got to get a, a more defensive, defensive-minded defensive. guy on that power play. Pojo, get Pojo on that uh, first power yeah, play. Get yeah. him on that power play because listen, he's on the second listen, power play. He group. knows how to shoot. And he's more defensive-minded. Yep. He will just shoot. He will clap it. 
Yeah. Down the point. Let you tip it in. Yeah. That's what you need on the power play. And that goes to my point. Shoot the dang puck. Sully. Okay. Put Pojo on the first line. Move Latang back to the second line. All right. So like, with the two defensemen. So as put Latang on the power play. As horrendous as the power play you was, you can't though, not have a guy making that much money, that offensively skilled, not on the power play. As horrendous as the power play looked, though, I thought the penalty kill looked much, much better. Yeah, it the, was a went, lot more aggressive. They killed one and gave one up this in this game. Um, but they were much more aggressive. They looked like they were watching what other teams were doing against them, mm-hmm. right? And and the teams against the Penguins tend to press the box. And what I mean by that is is the four defenders go after the puck. Like one goes, the other guys kind of compress, and then it's like a one and three. And and and, um, and that's what the Penguins were doing. They were they were actually pressing and forechecking, forechecking. Gosh. On the penalty kill. It looked very similar to Boston's penalty yes, kill. Yes. Yes. Keep keep them in their own end for as much of the penalty right. as you can. And that's exactly what I, they I've were always doing. wondered why people didn't do that more. Like chase the puck. Like right. I know you gotta like protect the net, but have like one guy stationary in front of the net clearing it out and then have your three other guys go boom boom, you know? Like right. there's a lot more room for errors there too yeah though. but and like, when they have an when you have penalty okay dude we have like solid three lines of penalty killers yeah like you have bluger with That's rust true. you have jankowski and tanev and that was zarbag you yep. put him on the ice yep yep, yep. with severson <laughs> and and you've got severe and, and you also have you have a great potential there for breakaway shorties exactly too. you have guys who can who have like the mitts <laughs> and Tanev. and and when you're Booger. when you're pressing <laughs> when you're pressing out front when you're pressing out front it lends two more unforced mm-hmm. error or forced errors on that on the blue well, line. We had a shorthanded opportunity we last did. night with we did. Jankowski and That was Dark. a shorthanded two on oh, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Phil Bork was not happy. He was like, You're too predictable. He's like, You gotta you got to do something. Yeah. And he was like, Jankowski was in a weird position. He was on his backhand. Yep. And that's that's what uh, Bob Airy had said as well. Yeah, he's like, the goalie could read it all the way through because he could tell that Jankowski couldn't get a shot. I almost wonder, and I don't know if I, I – I know I thought it. I don't know if I said it out loud last night. But I was wondering if Czar could have maybe tapped past that back to Jankowski. And he just, like, And just it. backhanded in. Yeah. yeah. Like Crosby's sick goal – on, on the, uh, shootout? the shootout, bro. That anyway, was, that was <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, the, the game. Some filthy mitts. You know game, play some hockey. True. Game goes to a shootout. Ends it. in regulation at three three, and of course Crosby comes through. Uh, and Gensel gets stopped for the first time in a shootout this year. That's man. true. He tried going five hole again, and Varlamov read it, man. Well, I think Verla- Varlamov had read the book on that guy, so he probably knew what to true. Do. Also, Varlamov is a good goalie. Okay, it's true. He was the playing last time very well he played, uh, what was who did he do that on? He did it on Vanacek, Revenge. Yeah. And uh, who's yeah. the other guy he did it on? He didn't go five hole the second shootout, did he? Against who was it? was it? Gensel? It was Hart, wasn't it? No. no. Mm-mm. Wasn't it the Boston. New York? The wasn't it Halak? Yes, it was Halak. Yeah, it was Boston. Oh, was it Boston? I'm pretty sure it was Boston. I yeah. thought it was... Anyway, uh, Varlamov's better than both of those goalies. So. 
Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, He's been around the block a couple times. DeSmith was in goal for this game, made 26 of 29 saves. Fun Sharon, fact, DeSmith has believe. not lost against the Islanders. He's lost. He's 3-0-2 against the Islanders. No. Um, and he was also unbeaten in the shootout. Did not let a goal in the shootout. And what shootout. were you going to say? I believe that's part of the reason, too, because DeSmith made at least three really big saves that Jari may not have if it would have been him because he's a lot more, I don't know, like, he flails a lot. DeSmith Jari does. Yeah, he's a, DeSmith is a lot more put together, it seems, and calm. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot like, hmm. Matt Maybe. Murray. Matt Murray. Maybe. <laughs> okay, but can we Matt talk about Murray, it? Matt Murray didn't play well, though, because he didn't have any support yeah, from the but can we base. say, this year, goals against, goals saved against expected or whatever, that advanced stat or whatever. Okay. The bottom two in the league, Tristan Jari and Matt Murray, are the bottom two in the league in that advanced stat. No kidding. It's not surprising. Huh. Okay. And Holpe's down there. That's not surprising either. So uh, games we games coming up this week. The Penguins have two games against the Caps, on oh. uh, one on Sunday, and one on Jeez. Tuesday. Jeez. And then they also it. they also have yeah. the Islanders coming to town uh, to play at home. All these games are at home, by the way. Fun fact: we have not lost at home yet. Well, we haven't there's played much at home. We have Fun played fact. four Which games is good at home. News, but we have that not is lost good at news. home. Down the stretch, we're going to have a lot of home games. That's true. That's true. Okay, anything else you want to say about the games before we move on to uh, what happened I think happened this game week? solidified the Smith as our starter. I sure hope so. I think it should. All right. I don't know if it will. At least as our solid 1A goaltender. Go to him first. I agree. Like, I agree. I'm okay with splitting time between the two guys. When but if we, need, if we need a win... The Smith has to be the yeah. Smith has to be in that. Right. Smith has to be. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's move on to the prediction contest. Last week, <laughs> yours truly Shush. rocked it. No one cares. No, you really didn't. You I didn't did. Do, didn't I went three that? for five. Yeah, do you hear that? Yeah, hear that? and we that? went two for five. That, yes, that, not that, yeah, that, that. That's cares. only one extra point. That doesn't matter. My guy. I extend my lead. All right, anyway, Andrew went two for five. He picked Toronto uh, and the Pittsburgh at Islanders, the second game. He picked that correctly. Um, no one no one got exact scores correct. Um, I, was, I really was close. I was so close. I was close. On, on uh, Saturday, the New York game, I was so close. You were close. You were very close. You had the right score, right? 4-3? Or was it 5-3? No, it was the final. 4-3, four, 4-3. Three, four, three. Dad had the right score, the but he Sunday. said Pittsburgh Sunday, was going to win. Oh, yes. I Saturday, said 4-3, thir- three, but I picked the wrong winner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, oh, it's literally right there. My bad. So, Abby wins uh, uh, the first game against Pittsburgh, or against New York, and the, both games against the Islanders. She picked correctly. Good job, Abby. Thank so, you. well done, Abby. I know my Penguins hockey. Andrew picked Toronto and the second Pittsburgh game, as I already said. I can't believe Carolina beat. I picked. Columbus, I know. That's, that's so I picked fake. the Carolina game, the second Pittsburgh game, and the Tampa Bay Florida game. That is also so weird. I don't know why I didn't pick the Panthers. They're they're good. They're riding. They're good. They're crazy. Like that Hornquist edition was just. Yeah. yeah. I got okay. Can we just talk about something? Sure. Andrew just did a little girl clap for those of you wondering. <laughs> I got not an argument, 
a heated debate about who won that Matheson Hornquist trade. Okay. Florida. All right. No, I think I think both teams made out the way they needed to make it out. All right. Okay. I think. Explain yourself. At the beginning, when that trade happened, I was freaking pissed. Okay. Because I liked Hornquist, but now looking at it, looking at the trade in hindsight, Hornquist was being paid five million dollars. Yes. He was a bottom six winger for us. That's true. Mid mid six, okay. No, he was no, not playing on our top true. line. It's true. He was Hardly on the third on our, line. He was on our third line, yeah, for the majority of last season. You don't pay a bottom third to a third line winger five million dollars. Right, right, agreed. He's worth the money. Absolutely. But he was not getting the playing time agreed. he deserved in Pittsburgh. Now, okay, so now, okay. Having said that, though, let me just interrupt you for a second. What's Tanev's contract? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and three million. What line does three he play? Million. Three million dollars. Oh, is it three for million a year? Years. It's six years for three million. I thought it was five. It's not five million dollars. I'm pretty uh, okay. sure. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up. No, right no, now. that's fine. I, I don't doubt you. But okay. go ahead and finish your thought. Yes, we brought in Matheson, who is being paid the same amount, but with the injuries on our blue line, it's it was, nice to have him. It was good. We ha- it was good. We on had that him. depth, yeah. we didn't need him. He's. I don't think he's six million dollars good though. I don't think he's six million dollars good either. As a defenseman, I think I think we might have to move him, but. I'm just saying. The tri- we also brought in Sevier. Sevier, right? Yes. Colton. Okay, Colton. I said it right that time. You said it right. That time. I'm just. I should just call him Colton. Our He's good, been a good addition our good to our bottom pal, line. Colton. It's easier to say. He's a good addition to our bottom line. He is. And I think Hornquist went to where he's thriving. He's on that top line with Huberdeau yeah. and Bar. Uh, yeah. Barkov. They gave him an yeah. A, bro. He is. A good he's, he's, he's racked a good up six player. goals already. He's a good player. He is always has been and he always will be. Okay, so let's move on to week five. I didn't finish. Oh, I thought you were With done. that being said, I think both teams made off the way they needed to. I think it was a good trade on both sides. Yes, they got the better player. Okay, let me let me let but me I just, think it was a let good me just throw this us. out and you can be shocked if you want to, but let me just say this. You agree with me? I agree with you. What? Okay. I don't think so, Abby agrees with me, but that's okay. <clears throat> moving on. I don't have Wi-Fi now, so I can't even look up his contract. So <laughs> Moving on to that's fun. next week's games. I I pick the games. If you disagree with the games that I picked. You always pick the games. That's kind of bogus. Then, um, then pick them. You guys pick them. You I, never asked me. Oh, gosh. Okay, here we go. I don't care. Saturday. I've already written it in pen, so you can't undo it. Tonight's tonight's game that we are picking is Montreal at Toronto. Oh, we're picking another Montreal. Montreal at Toronto. (laughs) Yes. What do I do? Like I got this wrong last time, but if I just do the same thing, I got it right. right. Dude, I was close with that score. You were very close with that score. Heck, you dang it all. Dad, you got the score. Wrong winner. I did. I did that twice this week. I got the right score, but the wrong winner. Um. I think if I had done that, man, I'd be way ahead. Oh, I didn't give you the scores. Here are the scores at the end of week four. Uh, third place is Abby with eight. Second place is Andrew with ten. And first place is me, Jim, with 14. Me, Jim, he says. Well, they don't may not know who. I just it. need to get the right score. In overtime. Or just the right score, and neither of you get it either. Well, and then yeah. I'll still I'll be in the competition. You're in the competition. Slightly. No, I'm not. Not the way that I'm child, going. Child, if you, you pick, if you pick correctly, the winner, the score, and an overtime. That's five points. You, that puts you only a point behind me. Only a point. 
Only a point. A singular point. Because you're only six points behind. <laughs> a Braden. All right, so. <laughs> That's a good hockey pun. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to pick Montreal, Toronto from Saturday. Yes, we are. Colorado at Vegas on Sunday. Yes, we are. Washington at Pittsburgh on Tuesday. We're picking a Pittsburgh game again? We what? always pick at least two Pittsburgh games. It was games. a joke, Daddy. Winnipeg at Edmonton. Daddy. Daddy-o. <laughs> Otherwise, it would just be the Stuff Podcast, not the Pens and Stuff Podcast. This podcast about <laughs> stuff. We talk about stuff, stuff, and more stuff. Uh, then we're doing Winnipeg at Edmonton on Wednesday, and then we're going to round it out Thursday, New York Islanders at Pittsburgh. So who would like to pick first, Montreal at Toronto? Oh, heck, I will. I'm going with Toronto, which is a surefire sign that they will lose. What are you doing? I'm, t- I'm texting. <laughs> Why are you texting while we're recording a podcast? Because it's my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, tell her hi from us. Um Whoops. I'm going to say Toronto wins this game 4-2. to two. Abby, let's go to you. We'll go around the table. Last week you said Montreal would win it 4-2. I did. I'm going to stick with the same prediction that I had last time these two teams played. I'm going to say it's 3-2 to two, Montreal. Well, since you went... Uh, since you went Toronto... Which means two, one of us is going to be right. Since you went Toronto 4-2. to two, True. And last time you went Montreal 4-2. to two, And then Toronto won it 4-2. to two, I'm going to say it's Montreal... Four to two this time. Okay. Four to two Montreal, you say? Yep. All right. Just because, you know, science. <laughs> yeah, science says. These things are incredibly <laughs> no, no, scientific. No, no, since, since, since you said last last time. Science says Austin Matthews sucks. Last week, you said Toronto for, uh, you said Montreal four to two, and Toronto won at four to two. I said Mon- Toronto four to three, so now I'm saying Montreal four to two because you said Toronto four to two. The logic might be slightly. No, the logic is. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, Um, your logic, Abigail, is your own. It's true. You get to uh, pick first. Colorado at Vegas on Sunday night. Colorado at Vegas. Both of these teams are playing pretty okay. They're not. But they're in the West. It's true. These are probably the two top West teams playing each other. Easily. Colorado at Vegas. At Vegas. Stop. Don't go all effeminate on me. Easily. Okay, okay, just a minute. Can we talk about Vegas? And they're trying... When it's your turn. ...to wear shiny gold helmets? They look so stupid. Like, they look like kids... Like, they should be playing in the sandbox. Okay, here we go. Okay, they literally looked photoshopped. They look so bad. (laughs) They put a picture of Petrangelo, Peter Angelo, in his... Uniform with the helmet, and he looked photoshopped. It was on Instagram. It was NBCSN. It wasn't photoshopped. It was real, and it looked like trash. Yeah, no, they had silver and gold ones. No, LA, LA had the silver ones. Was it? It was LA. Anyway, and they looked good. I don't really like the shiny I ones. I didn't. Period. I don't like the shiny ones either. Also, their shiny gold alternate jerseys are literal gutter trash. Abby, we please pick Vegas this game? is a joke of an organization. Also the fact that they have a reverse retro and they've been around how many years? I know, and it's like uh, you're reversing back to <laughs> 2016. Yeah, yeah, 17. No, 18 was their first year. Yeah, because they went to the finals their first year. Yeah, and so they won the 17, 18 season. Yeah, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20. So this is their fourth year. But literal, so literal joke of a franchise it's there. It's really funny. No, it's not a joke it's of a, a joke franchise. Of a, okay, wait, 
You're just trying to be showy and almost. Well, anything. That's Vegas. I know, but have you? Did you see the Raiders do it this year? No. They stuck with their black and gold. Speaking black of and silver. silver. Speaking of don't, Vegas. Don't ever do that speaking again. Speaking of Vegas, Flower wants to come home. Yeah, they were trying for a solid two weeks to get him a trade. Flower baby Flower. wants to come home. We'll give, we'll <laughs> they give, would make Abby so happy. We'll give him Tristan Jari Straight and up. a first-round pick. Straight up. Mark Andre Fleury. Okay. Yes, Flower. Yes, please. They're not even playing Flower. Like, they why are, do you even? No, Leonard, they? Leonard is out. Oh, Leonard's a butt. I don't like. Abigail. I, don't, I like Robin. Okay, Will you I'm gonna say this game. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm now that say... we've totally destroyed the Vegas franchise. <laughs> Whoops. I'm gonna say Colorado. 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 No, I'm gonna say Colorado's gonna win three to two in overtime. Ooh, going with the OT pred. Nice, Andrew. I think. Don't. I'm just going to vote for Colorado because I like Kel McCarr. I like Nathan McKinnon. I like their goaltending situation. And Vegas is a joke of a franchise. But actually, they're, they're actually decent. It's hard to bet against them, I'm going to be honest. But I think Colorado will be able to light Flower on fire. I'm sorry. Marc-Andre Fleury is just not... He doesn't have his mind in it because he's not valued, I don't think, in it's Vegas, true. sadly. True. So Colorado uh, puts on a uh, fire show. Four nothing. Whoa. Okay. I too think Colorado will win this game, and I think they will win by a score of three to one. All right. Three to one in overtime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Washington at Pittsburgh, Andrew. It depends on who they have in net. The know? Tuesday, the Tuesday game. I know. I you hate know, those game time decisions. It's so frustrating. If you have Sam Sonoff. It leans more towards Vegas. But if you have... You mean more Pittsburgh. towards Washington. But if you have that Vanacek guy... Yeah. You know, we kind of undressed him last time. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know? So it's 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 really hard to do predictions. Naked guy year. in goal? Because, like, so, so many Just guys... You're nothing but skates. So many teams are going, you know, like... Ouchie. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious for once here, and you guys are making stripper jokes. <laughs> Dad's making stripper jokes. Anyway, what I was saying—that would work in Vegas. It <laughs> would. It would. But no, this. Not loud. <laughs> but this season, it's so hard to pick. Yes. It's so hard to it pick really because is. all these teams are going with the goalie tandems, even like a third guy. Try them sometimes. Yeah. So I, I gotta. I'm gonna say that's Pittsburgh because that's who I hope. Okay. With a score of 4-3 to three in overtime. But, who knows? Also, the fact that we, like, have, like, played, like, 13 games, right? And, like, 10 of those have gone into overtime. Not quite, but something like that, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them have. We have like, played... That's going to come back to bite us, I feel like. We've played 12 games. Giving our rivals, like, extra points like that. I think it's going to come back and haunt us. I mean, we're winning most of them in overtime. Right. But they're going to come back and haunt us. Like, if we can't win, lose. Like, if we don't force our the games we lose to overtime, too, and then lose them. Right. It's going to come back and bite us in the butt. Because... We've lost five in a They're getting... For every two games we're playing, win and loss. In over, win in overtime and loss. They're getting three points as opposed to our two. Right. So, it's... That's all I'm going to say. Okay. It's lots Dangerous. of tangents. I'm sorry. I am actually going to <laughs> see. I have a hard time with this too because it's in Pittsburgh. 
Not that the home ice has really has anything to do that with it. That it is. <laughs> that won't go off again, but this might, so I'll turn that off. Sorry about that, guys. Um, 12 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That it is. Way to go. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I, I know, I, I agree with everything that you have said, and I just don't, I don't know how to pick this game, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I think Pittsburgh, you know, if, and again, it, it also depends on what happens on Sunday when they play, because uh, they do play on Sunday, and um, that game... Is in the afternoon, right? Three o'clock. Two, two o'clock. Two o'clock central. Two o'clock central. Mm-hmm. Three o'clock eastern. Um, I. I'm going to say Pittsburgh three to two. <laughs> no, four to two. I'm going to go four, four to two. two. In overtime. Yeah. No, four to two. I think they'll be up three to two at the end, and they'll score an empty netter in the last two minutes. Can we just talk about how Malkin has had two goals in the last two games? It's true. And he hasn't really played well. He hasn't, no. But he still has had two goals in the last two games, which is... I mean, that that last goal that yes. he scored last the, night... The, the tying goal. Or Thursday night. Was pretty clutch. It was. I can say that. It was. There were two guys in front of the goalie, and that puck went through and never touched a soul. Mm-hmm. And... Snuck in behind. Was so that he's showing Varlamov, yeah. He is. When he needs to, apparently. I just wish he'd do it more. Holy crap, guys. Sorry. Am I the only one that knows to mute my phone? <laughs> of course, my phone's muted, like, all the time. Anyway, so. So. I can't tell you how many calls I've made. <laughs> Anyways. Abby, what do you think on this game? Washington at Pittsburgh. She's going to go Washington 7-2. Actually, no. If we were predicting the Sunday game, I might go Washington. But I feel like... Do you think we're going to play Jari tomorrow? We better not play Jari. <laughs> Didn't he play the Washington games last time? He played one of them, and then he got he absolutely... Play- dish- no, no, he Smith played, played them. He played Did the He played both... Um, no, the Smith has only had one loss. We didn't lose to Washington, though, did we? We played... We beat them in the shootout. Jari played both... Philly games. Yeah, he played both Philly games and then he got to absolutely start the season. decimated. That's right. Which is why his stats are so garbage now. He has had played... He's played better. He's played better. Those two games just absolutely destroyed his stats for mm-hmm. like probably the majority of the season. Anyway, I think the second game will have our feet under us a little bit more against Washington. Washington could win the first one. But I think by the second game against them, we'll be good. And I'm going to say we're going to win it 4-3. to three. You know, I think, I feel like, though, this season has Penguins fans. No, actually, I'm going to say 3-2. to two. Like, we've been we've been so blessed with a solid team for, like, years. Like, 14 years, ever since Crosby came, really. That we forgot what it's like to be... Bottom feeders? Not bo- We're not bottom feeders. We're not bottom no. feeders. <laughs> that's that's Ottawa's job. We're hopeful. <laughs> you know, like, any... Jersey. Like... It's hard to know, like, what do you buy, do you sell, because you don't right. know where you're going to be come the deadline. And this year especially. Yeah. Because you're, there are no wild cards. Yeah. It's the it's the top four in your division. Uh-huh. 
That's it. So like, if you're six, seven, six, four, five, or four in your league, you're gonna want to buy. Don't go crazy. Don't sell. You know your future. But like, not that Pittsburgh has a big one anyway. But you don't. You don't want to like sell your stars off. Because you're like, oh, we're screwed. You know, it's a weird position to Especially be in. Especially since because you only... haven't really been there. I haven't been there in my lifetime. Also, because yeah. so, this season they only play interdivisionally. Yeah. So, like, every game could yes. make a really big difference in your playoff chance. Which, you know, forcing it to overtime is kind of kind of screw us. I'm going to be honest. We'll, we'll see. Or it could play out in our advantage. We'll see. I don't know. Depending on how many of those we um, Moving on to the next game, uh, Winnipeg at Edmonton. I'm going to pick Edmonton in this game, and I am going to pick them large. I'm going to say 7-4. You think Hellebuck's going to give up seven goals? Yep. Well, I think he'll give up four quick hmm. ones, and then he'll get pulled. Yeah. I also think Edmonton's going to win this game, but I don't think by such a large margin. I'm going to say... Unfortunately, because I want... I like Winnipeg, but I don't think they're a very good team. Did anyone say it was your turn? Yes. I was we're getting going, ready to. We're <laughs> going in an order. Anyways, I'm going to say 4-1 to one Edmonton. Andrew? Edmonton and Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Winnipeg and Edmonton. Winnipeg. At Edmonton. In Edmonton. This is true. I'm going to say the Jets. Yes, you are. Jets. Ooh. Only because of the Paul McCartney song. And no, I'm saying it's 4-2. And I'm saying that because Edmonton sucks. Alright, you heard it here first. You have Connor McDavid, you have Leon Dreisaitl, and that is it. But these guys is that all you need? They've been winning. Not when you're playing Connor Hallibuck. Connor frickin' Hallibuck. Yeah, that's true. Connor freaking Havoc is the best goalie in the league. You cannot change my mind. He is solid. And the Jets, you have, you have, I almost said Patrick Lana, which you don't have anymore. But you have Blake Wheeler, you have Mark Shifley, you have Jack Roslovic, you have Pierre-Luc Dubois, you have Connor, Connor, Kyle Connor, you have the other guy, I don't even remember his name, he's just that good. <laughs> Who's the other guy? The second, Nikolai Ehlers. All right? Oh, yeah, Your yeah. top six is freaking Stacked, all right. And you got Halibut backstopping you. You have a solid decor, and Edmonton has Connor McDavid, Leon. Dre- you figure out how to stop Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle. It's hard to do, but if you figure that out, you can win games. And I think Winnipeg is that good of a team that can stop Winnipeg. The, 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 can stop Connor McDavid. Easy for you to say. All right. Okay. You good. have Connor McDavid. Good luck with that. You have that. Leon Dreisaitl. Good luck with you that. You have no one else. I feel like you're right. Ha! But I feel like on paper it looks good. I don't think it'll play out right. I've been right so much tonight. We'll find out. Uh, Islanders at Penguins. Thursday night. <laughs> oh, I start? You Are do, we Abby. The Islanders again? Yeah, we play the Islanders. We play Washington. And then I play the Islanders. Then we play Washington again. Anyways, hmm, this is interesting. So we haven't really been playing well against them. 
Varlamov's a good goalie. Depends on if we win against Washington. And if we come off a win, then we're more likely to win. Let's see. I think I'll say New York 3-2 to two in overtime. You're saying we're going to lose to the Islanders again? Yes. And if I'm wrong, I'll be surprised. Pleasantly surprised. But, but if, if I'm not right. wrong, then I get extra points. And you're Andrew. so pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I'm so pleasantly surprised. Either way, it's a win-win for <laughs> It's a win-win. I like that. So I'm going to I'm gonna adopt that uh, and say... You always pick against always pick against the Penguins? Is that what you're going to do for now on? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it's a win-win. It's a win-win. <laughs> five to two? I honestly don't think that's going to happen. Depends on who we play. Yeah. Start. In goal. That's, all that's I'm saying. true. That it could very well be five to two if I Jari's in that net. I think from now on we just say someone's our starter, play our backup. It seems to work. Worked last season. It worked with Flower and Murray. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's true. I'm saying Islanders four to one. Okay. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Uh, the pleasantly surprised boat, or the <laughs> no, no. I just, I, I mean, no, but we will. We'll all be pleasantly surprised that day, no matter who can win. Hopefully, all you right. Are stealing my thunder. Let's Dang. let's move on and talk a little bit about the uh, new GM Ron Hextall and the new president of Hockey Ops, which is Gary Gergich. <laughs> Jerry no. Gengerch. Bill Bork. Brian. Brian. Burke. Burke. Bill Bork. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, Bill Bork. I, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you know who these guys are. I do. I really oh do, God. guys. I'm so all on top of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I did not know. I like the signing because I knew Ron Hextall is the reason, majority of the reason, that the Flyers are so good now. But I also didn't know that he used to play for the Flyers. Yes. That kind of makes me want to hate him. Didn't he used to play for Even Pittsburgh, more. too? Ron Hextall never played for Pittsburgh, did he? Yeah, he did. Did Ron Hextall play for Pittsburgh? No. Didn't he? I don't think Hextall ever played for Pittsburgh. No, because I'm pretty sure the other night they had given the stat when they scored five goals in two minutes or whatever. That's like the best in the league. Ron Hextall was the one that no, scored no, no, first No, 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 that was his father. And that was back mm, in the 70s. Okay. okay. When, our, when our uniforms were still the powder blue... Ooh. But his father played for Pittsburgh, so you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, Brian Burke uh, was uh, a guy who um, I I've, one of the podcasts that I listen to, hockey podcasts that I listen to, is the Hockey Podcast out of Toronto. Just a minute, he played for the Flyers, the Nordiques, and who did that say? The Islanders. Okay. Um, I liked. I like Brian's insight. A lot of times, some of the things he said, I, I kind of scratched my head and went, what? But then, like, I would listen to their podcast. Most of the time, that hockey podcast out of Toronto is about the Maple Leafs, and that's all they talk about. But come come um, playoff time, when Toronto's not in it, uh, then they talk about the other teams. And... Um, Burke always seemed to know what was going to happen before it would happen. Mm. And so uh, having him as as president of hockey operations, I think, makes sense because he's going to be able to see uh, issues with the team and and really 
try to get the marriage between the players that we need and the coach is here to help him figure it out as well. And I think he's going to be valuable to the team that way. And I think we're going to see some – I think we're going to see some changes. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I think Rutherford was happy with his team the way it is. He liked the guys. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's not what you need. You need – Not in a GM. You need a good team. Well, you need a you guy – You need a good player. You, got, you need good players. You need a guy who's able to, A, evaluate talent, which I think you got in Brian Burke, and Ron Hextall can evaluate talent as well. And then you need a guy who's not going to be emotionally attached to the guys who are there in that locker room right now. Mm-hmm. Coaches can get emotionally attached. Fans can get emotionally attached. Players can get emotionally attached. A GM can't. Because then you wind up hanging on to guys who are... Jack Johnson? Not it's true. necessarily helping your team, and you just can't see it. So, right. I think... I think Ron Hextall is going to come in. I think he'll probably, he probably won't make a lot of drastic moves right now, but when the trade deadline comes, he's going to do what he needs to do to make this team what it needs to be. And I hope. Well, it may come earlier depending on where we are in the standings. It's true. You're going to need to make moves, like at least for our team, if we're where we are right now, you need to make moves by the end of February. Right. No, no. I, I, I agree. But I hope and pray that we get another guy. Um, who's that irritator? A guy like a like Brandon Tanef. We should try and make like, a move on Pat Maroon. I don't think he wants to probably want to leave Tampa. I think we need someone who's gonna who's gonna skate into somebody, and and just you know when when someone takes a run at Sid or Gino. We need or Gensel. We need someone to come in and say uh, that ain't gonna happen. And no sir. Anna. We need someone like Tana, <laughs> who's bigger. Yes. 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 Big Papa. Yes. Yes. Tana. 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 Tana is a. Tana is a mouse with the heart of a lion. We need a lion but with the heart of a lion. lion. With the heart of a lion. <laughs> we need a bear with the heart of a lion. And a panda Mm-mm. with the heart of a lion. No, not a panda. <laughs> well, a panda maul your face off faster than. We need a hippo. Oh yeah. We need a hippo. We need a, a big fat player. guy. I'll go do it. No, I'm too small. Anyway, could you even skate? No, <laughs> I didn't think so. Uh, I have weak ankles. Anyway, did you say you have weak? Weak cankles, yes. We cankles. Oh, my. Okay. Right. Anyway, I'm excited for the future of Pittsburgh. It'll be interesting to see what happens, what comes from it. So I'm excited, too. So congratulations to Brian Burke and Ron Hextall. Um, welcome, to welcome to the Pittsburgh family. and the greatest sports town you know, of all America. Burke's, Burke even said that mm-hmm. in his... In his, uh, he said, "You know, I, I had a, I had a cushy gig. I liked what I was doing. What was he doing? He, he was doing hockey commentary with uh, Sportsnet up in Toronto. Oh. And uh, he said, there's, there were, there were very precious few uh, people who could have called me and asked me to come, uh, but Pittsburgh was one of those places. And he, he was, he was the, actually the general manager of the Anaheim Ducks." In that lottery for Sid, he they were number two. 
Okay, can we talk about that? He he he. They they that that draft. Top three picks. Okay, you got Sidney Crosby number one. Mm-hmm. You have Bobby Ryan number two, and Jack Johnson number three. Jack Johnson was that a- was the draft. That was the draft. Jack Johnson. Those two picks turned out to be. Bust, Whoa, bro. that's garbage. You had Sid Crosby and no one else. I mean, there were probably guys who are now playing really. Bergeron came up in that draft, didn't he? Or was he the year before? Uh, might have been the year before. With Malkin and Hobie. That's funny. But anyway, that yeah. And and Jen, John Jim Rutherford was the general manager of Carolina in that year, right? Uh, was he? Carolina got number three. That's all I know. He could have been. I know he won the cup with them like three years later, so. Anyway. That's funny. That draft was funny. <laughs> I just found that amusing. Give me a giggle. It's like Bobby Ryan. <laughs> Second overall, <laughs> right after Crosby. Wow. He was drafted in 03, so two years before Crosby. Because wasn't Crosby 05? Crosby was 05. So maybe Bobby Ryan? No, no, no. Was it 05? No. Dad, Crosby was 04. Okay, That's so they played thought. his first season in 05 because 04, the, there was a lockout, right? No, 03 was the lockout. Okay. 03 was the lockout because Malkin and Malkin was taken in 03, I'm pretty sure. No, Flower was taken in 03. Then Malkin in 04, Crosby 05. Marc-Andre Fleury was drafted. Yeah, OV, Malkin, 04. So then the draft, and then 2005. In 03, yeah. 2005. Oh, no, Crosby, Bobby Ryan. Yeah, I was right. Okay. For a moment there, I thought I gave everyone false information. Gary Price was taken 05th overall, so what a steal. Wow, Montreal got that. Andre Kopitar, 11. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Tuka Rask, 21. T.J. Oshie, 24. He was by your by the St. Louis Blues. Blues. Matt Niskanen, Penguins legend, <coughs> 28th overall. I don't even know who that is. James Neal, another Penguins legend. That's true. 33. Mark Edward Vlasic. Mark Edward Vlasic. So th- there were good guys. Paul Stastny. You know, there were good players in this draft. All right. Christopher Letang. 62 overall. All right. Well, Ben Bishop, 85th <laughs> overall. On that note, let's call it a day. Thank Keith you. Keith Yandel, 105. By the while Phoenix Andrew continues like, and goes on with J. that. JD Watt. Thank you for joining us for another <laughs> the episode. The lost cousin of the Watt brothers. <laughs> of the Pens and Stuff podcast. We are so thankful that you have chosen to join us today. If Please. you're still here. Leave a comment, little cookie emoji. Yes, and if you would like to uh, email us or keep up with us, we are on. Are we on Instagram? <laughs> yes, Instagram and Facebook at Penguin Stuff Official. Email penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. And for some reason, the website's down. Okay, I can't figure it out. All right, so we don't have a website. No. All right. <laughs> yeah, and we will see you guys all next week. Thank you for joining us. Have a good one. I'm Jim. I'm Andrew. And I'm Abby. And we will see you next week on the Pens and Stuff podcast. Let's go Pens. Let's go Pens. Let's.